And welcome back to another episode of Adventures in DevOps. This week on our panel, we have Caleb Fornari. Hey, everyone. Jeffrey Groman. Hey there. I'm Charles Maxwood from devchat.tv. Just going to do a quick shout out. We're starting to get premium versions of the podcasts out. Right now, it's just without the ads, but I'm looking to add some other stuff to it. So uh, stay tuned for that. We have a special guest this week, and that is Will Button. Will, do you want to say hello and tell us who you are and why you're famous? <laughs> right on. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. I'm Will Button. Been doing DevOps for quite a while now, and I spend a lot of that time and energy working with early stage tech startups, helping them go from, you know, getting those once they have their first ten thousand customers, getting up to over a million or so, which has been, you know, it's pretty entertaining to say the least. Yeah, that sounds cool. Now I want to pick your brain about that. But Right on. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I went freelance, I was still only a few years into my development career. My first contract, I was paid 60 bucks an hour. Due to feedback from my friends, I raised it to 120 bucks an hour on the next contract. And due to the podcasts I was involved in and the screencasts I had made in the past, I started getting calls from people I'd never even heard of who wanted me to do development work for them because I had done that kind of work or talked about or demonstrated that kind of work in the videos and podcasts that I was making. Within a year, I was able to more than double my freelancing rates and I had more work than I could handle. If you're thinking about freelancing or have a profitable but not busy or fulfilling freelance practice, let me show you how to do it in my Dev Heroes Accelerator. Dev heroes aren't just people who devs admire. They're also people who deliver for clients who know, like, and trust them. Let me help you double your income and fill your slowdowns. You can learn more at devheroesaccelerator.com. Yeah, but but let's go ahead and, uh, you know, kind of introduce our topic here. What I have you down for is DevOps for developers. And, the, you know, there's some other stuff here. But, yeah, we've we've talked a bit about development and, like, development practices and things like that. And then we've kind of talked about some of the, what kind of ethos, I guess, of the DevOps movement. But I'm, I'm curious, you know, what what's different in your take about DevOps for developers as opposed to like DevOps for ops people or DevOps for people who have been doing DevOps for a while? You know, I think the main thing that I'm trying to enforce with that is that DevOps really is, if you are doing DevOps, you are a software engineer. And like the, where that really becomes relevant is there's a significant shortage of DevOps people for the different positions that are open. And so I want to encourage people who are doing software development or who are just getting started in their career that want to do software engineering, that DevOps is a valid software engineering path. And it's it's actually really rewarding, really entertaining. and and it's also something where there's like a lot of overlap between software engineering. And I think that's part of like why you get into that conversation of DevOps being about culture and, and DevOps having the ethos and different things like that. And that it's not a position that as a DevOps engineer, you can go in and you can do it by yourself. You've got to have buy-in support and cooperation from the software engineers and the IT teams that you work with to be successful. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I'm wondering how that lines up with our other panelists' experience. 
Yeah, I would say that's spot on from my experience, maybe similar to Will. Uh, I've done a lot of scaling startups from zero to a million or you know, those types of things. And yeah, DevOps is, is one of those things where it's a little hard to define sometimes. Uh, the skill set is kind of broad and there's a lot of confusion around what exactly it is, uh, what exactly it is not, and what skills are kind of required in order to really be a DevOps engineer or what's involved in the day-to-day -day role of being one. So uh, yeah, I would just corroborate all of that really. It's definitely lined up with my experience. Yeah, the, I guess that you know, the nuance I guess I would add is just having worked with so many sort of larger companies, larger enterprises, right? So who got started in the legacy world, whether it was with mainframes or, you know, even if not, right? But who have a ton of applications, a ton of what we call technical debt, right? We, we talk about that all the time. And, you know, just culturally, it, it's a huge shift. That's just what I see. I, I just see the struggles where they, they try to take on having more of an agile mindset. And I think along the along the road that has sort of brought in at least the, the, the notion of DevOps. And sometimes it's more than just that. And sometimes it's, no, we'll just call the engineering people DevOps, but they're separate from the applications people and they don't talk to each other. But we'll call them DevOps engineers because it's it, it looks cool when we try to hire and, and we get better resumes that way or something. But I just, you know, overall, like I just, I think we could dig deeper into this, but I, I just see so much of a more of a struggle with you know, in the enterprise space. And that's not to say, I mean, I, I have seen it also on, on smaller startups, but it, it's really, it's like, you're surprised when you don't see it. When you, when you see things really working well in the enterprise space, you're almost surprised by it because it's, um, <laughs> I feel like that's, yeah. I mean, honestly, and I, and I don't, I'm not trying to be like, not, not trying to pick on them or anything. I just, I just feel like it's a bigger, they, they have a bigger set of hurdles to get past. That That's just what I've seen. And my take, I would say, you know, my take is always from the security standpoint, that's, that's where I live. But in the security world, we're even more like siloed off from everybody else. But I'm always sort of looking into them and saying, yeah, they're not that much better off than I am. <laughs> they're pretty siloed too. It's interesting too, just to kind of pile on here, because some of the DevOps stuff I've seen, yeah, they essentially just create a silo, right? It doesn't pull from dev. It doesn't pull from whatever legacy operational side they've had. And I've worked on both, right? My job in college, I worked in a data center and then I moved into uh, server management, uh, systems administration and network administration. And then I got into dev and, you know, came at it from a completely different direction. And what I see is that a lot of times companies will, yeah, they'll just grab DevOps and they'll use it as a stand-in for kind of the traditional systems admin and things like that, right? And so they just, they want some of the nice things they see there but they're not really willing to let them integrate up the chain or down the chain. It's kind of the shift left that we talked about talk about here, right? They they don't want that. They just want them to do their piece and and have that be it. But then I've also seen it where companies are small and they're kind of scrappy. And so DevOps is an outgrowth of development, right? And so they're basically part of the team. And half the time they're writing app code and the other half of the time they're deploying it. And so Anyway, it's it's really interesting to kind of see where that goes. And I'm a little curious as we get into this, right? Because we can have that overlap. Is there is there a happy medium one way or the other? Like 